0: The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Thank God it's Friday. Happy Friday, happy MJ day, welcome in the morning hookup, Bill Hucks Will Wilson, made it to the end of the week, Will, we here, we did it man, here we are, yes we are, the weekend is upon us, I hope everyone's off to a great start on your Friday, sun's out, still cold, just hang on, this weekend's a little bit better for everybody, a little bit better outside. I
2: don't like how. I mean, I, I don't know why I have an issue with this, but I wouldn't even call it an issue. But like, you're like too overhyped about this MJ date. Have
0: thing. you look at the date? I mean, he's the goat. I know I'm gonna get come, people are gonna come at me. Come at me. Don't at me though. At him. He's at the him. goat. It's a debate. Everybody wants to have. He is the goat in my eyes. When's when is but the, when two he, three two three. Look at the date. Twenty three twenty three.
2: Actually, the real MJ day is two every three. day
0: because he's the goat. No, it's the real MJ day is two, three, twenty-three, twenty-three. Yeah, whatever. But right now, this is it. I won't, might not be around at that point. Okay, we won't be in thirty years. No, I don't know. You will be. I'm living life to the fullest every day now. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happens. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, today. Yeah, we don't know what could happen with our
2: jobs or anything right? like that. We don't know.
0: We just keep rocking and rolling.
2: Right. MJ
0: Day. I have a lot of people. I know Simba was making fun of me this morning. Overrated was his tweet back at me. Good job,
2: Simba. Even
0: though I don't really agree with you. Good job for giving Hooks crap. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm sure it's going to get poured out. My boys today, they have uh, wear your favorite team jersey today. I posted one of pictures. I don't post a lot of pictures of the kids, but man, I couldn't help it. They're both wearing the MJ jersey. The Tar Heel MJ jersey. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, sweet. Because it's perfect timing for them. It's the uh, wear your favorite jersey. They both have Jordan Carolina jerseys. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Brainwashing the dad, you know, how you do it. And also, right. it's a big weekend because the, the greatest rivalry maybe in all of sports, definitely college sports, basketball, puke in Carolina this I, week. 5.30 it, tomorrow, Cameron Indoor. That's tomorrow? Yep. Oh, man, I don't know if I'll
2: be able to watch it. Why? I got a game tomorrow. Well, you do got a game. At seven, though, so I may be able to catch like a few minutes of it. Uh, but happy Friday, man. Yeah,
0: Fletcher Mania, I appreciate you. I know you tweet a lot and you like the cranberry lemonade. Sorry, we don't have it right now. He said this gift was Lord, help me with this one. Cranberry lemonade? What, what is he talking about? Oh, man, it's his favorites. It's at the restaurant. We have it over the holidays. Oh, cranberry, cranberry lemonade, lemonade at Slim Chickens. He's the guy. They love when that stuff comes back.
2: Yeah, a lot of people like uh, cranberry vodka too. Okay, hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Mm-hmm. Never too early to start drinking on a Friday. Never right? too
0: early. Moats is getting his coat on, so we got some time. He's getting his coat on over there. He's he was walking around here on a mission earlier. What? Like
2: you know, when he has something to tell you, he he's like an athlete. I for, I walk in first thing, like five seconds. Moats. Storms into this room and he's like, "Did you get my email? What you? What you? Are you in trouble? No, it's just it had something to do with the game time
0: change for tomorrow. You just, you know. But I love it. Like he's yeah, so dedicated he's to the dedicated. grind. I think he's he's doing a little work. He's talking, putting the sunglass on the front of his Cubs hat that he wears around the building. Yeah, he does love those Cubbies. Speaking of that, like hold on a minute." You uh, mentioned something, I and mean, will call us here in a minute. We'll have Jeff Moats. We'll talk uh, prep hoops. We're also going to talk about the NFL Skills Challenge mm-hmm. last night, if you get a chance to watch it. I did. I watched it with my boys. I got to catch a little bit of it. Yeah, I watched it. It was kind of fun. Do you think? Uh, Dr. Dane Todd in the second hour, Nebraska Orthopedic, hanging out with us. Can't wait to have Dane. You know, he's, been, he's been avoiding us for a few weeks. He has, hasn't he? He's been avoiding us. There's something going on. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. Uh, we'll go through the daily parlay and give you another one. I'm sorry. Nope, nope we're not talking about it yet. Finally I finally messed up. I can't talk right now about it. I finally
2: messed up. How does it feel to finally uh, not be the one who messes up Hooks?
0: Haven't we both messed up? Yeah, we have. Yeah, this time I did not. We'll get another chance today. And if you guys have anything out there, to call us. Just to say hi. I don't care. Just call and just say something. 402 402- Four six six three seven seven six four two four six six ESPN. Tweet at us the entire two hours at ESPN. Hooks you at Willie on the radio. You're it's, gonna say something, aren't
2: you? Well, I just think you know. I'm thinking of the of the new segment we do daily parlay. It's it's in a great time because you know sports gambling is is yeah. legal. Yes, even
0: though we can't yeah. do the, anything, the infrastructure's yet. not there yet to do it. But it is legal. Is that something? You... Also, by the way, you know what we can do. With this one, this is the Friday's the fun part,ly because you get to extend it into Saturday you got the and weekend. Sunday. You got yeah. the weekend, right?
2: Do you think when uh it's all built out there, you know they got the kiosks in and they got the infrastructure? Is that something you'll go out and like check
0: out? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just not the the slots guy. Yeah, no, yeah. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna go out and like, if I were, you know, in Vegas or. Up at the boats, up at, you know across the, you know up there north. I want to hit a card table. It's more blackjack. It's more entertaining and a long term grind for me than it is you know. And I'm not dogging people to do it. They do the slots. It's a long term grind. I like to sit there and make, I, I give myself you know whatever. Hey, I can do this for two hours. Yeah, and you
2: and I both know that there's people that
0: win. Yeah, on slots, perfect value. You, yeah, there's there's winners off slots for sure. I just can't, it's not me personally, sitting in a chair, throwing a 20 or a hundo, whatever you're putting in the machine. Is ding,
2: ding, 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 ding,
0: I, ding, I'm ding. really into uh,
2: Ultimate but, Hold'em. That. Ultimate Hold'em. Basically, you're playing
0: Texas Hold'em, but it's against the dealer. Ooh, be fun. Yeah. I would be, uh, number one, be a blackjack guy for sure. I love blackjack. I love the numbers scheme. I love the flow of the game. Yeah. And then I also like three-card poker card that's fun yeah that's fun that is, pretty is that fun. our guy calling let's see is this is this jeff moats it is what up moatsy hey i watched you get ready i'm like he's calling soon yep i saw yep. you i saw I, you there doing some. Out that way. i saw you there doing some work getting the glasses put on
2: moats we're, we're talking about how uh sports gambling is now legal in in the state of nebraska yeah
1: i know uh we've been uh story all morning in the news and uh they don't have the infrastructure in place yet, though, to get it up and going because, uh, you know, the, one of the regulations is in Nebraska that if you want to bet on sports, you have to go to one of the casinos to do it. You can't do it, you know, on your mobile phone or any sort of other app. So it's gonna. The goal is to get all that stuff up and going. They're hoping by the NCAA tournament, but there's no guarantee.
2: Did this go quicker? Doug, like, are you surprised that we got it this quick, or did you think it was going to take a little longer?
1: Well, if if they get it done by the NCAA tournament, then I would say that's fairly quick. Although, you know, they've been dealing with other stuff, trying to get everything launched and ready to go, when it comes down to casino gambling altogether. I mean, that was kind of the basic premise first, and then, you know, the, the sports gambling part of it would be included maybe later. Um and uh, I think just because they maybe have been preoccupied with other things, they have not had the chance to get everything installed because you got to put in the kiosks at the casinos, plus there 's licensing uh deals that have to take place for those that are handling sports betting and and so forth so yeah it it 'll take a while um to get it going, and there and if it if it 's a quick process. Now, if they're able to get something done here by the middle part of March, and wow, I mean that—that's amazing. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to maybe—if it's—if it's not mid-March in time for the basketball tournaments, then I would say probably sometime summertime, maybe for uh, during baseball, or maybe in time for the start of the NFL college football season.
2: Hooks, we need to get moats. We need to get moats to be the guy who places the first bet. Yes. We do you want Basically. me
1: to place the first bet? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's right.
2: I do. I think Are that'd be right. Insane? No, I'm not no? insane. No. I think I think it'd be great content. Yeah, we trust you. <laughs> I'm we not against you. the
1: idea, but see, right. there you go. Give all, all right. people, you really want me to do it. You're saying there's a chance. yes
2: or Tom Osborne. One of those. You or oh. Tom Osborne.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? I'm not necessarily opposed to gambling, guys. I mean, I'm not. Oh no, I'm not against it.
0: Right, but I, I'm not
1: exactly the best gambler in the world either. Well,
0: I don't know if you find one that is. You need to, join our, show, you need to <laughs> join our show then. Join our show, be perfect. <laughs> um, so, I also, Moze, I want to tell you, happy uh, National Michael Jordan Day. By the way, Happy Jordan Day. I saw
1: that you had your two kids wearing Michael Jordan jerseys from North Carolina.
0: That's right, and, it's Jordan uh, Day. Two three twenty three.
1: Yeah. Well, it's two three twenty three. Yeah,
0: two three twenty three. There it is, twenty three twenty three. It's Jordan Day. In did I probably—I don't know—because you know we're about the same age, and I think this that debate of Jordan Lebron is a generational thing.
1: Jordan's the best, in
0: my opinion. Thank you. I, I, don't I look nothing. at me. I, I mean,
2: I—I I, I got, I, got nothing. I think, I think
0: Jordan's the goat. Yeah, I, I think it's. And a, you know,
1: nothing against LeBron James, but you know, LeBron is for this younger generation. That's going to be the greatest player to them. Oh,
2: absolutely. Well, I mean. I mean,
1: he he does have some right being in that same category.
2: Well, yeah, to be fair. But I he's... think
1: if, if you look across generations, you know, in, in my dad's day, it was Oscar Robertson.
0: Ooh, big O. You
1: know, and then, and then you get into our generation for Hooks and I, it's either Jordan, Magic, or Bird. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the younger generations, it's split between LeBron, LeBron and Kobe Steph
0: and Steph,
1: yeah. All those guys.
2: I mean, he's about to break the all-time scoring, LeBron is. So that's definitely. Well, still.
1: then, but, you know, Michael Jordan, when you look at all-around performance, you look mm-hmm. at all-around performance in terms of the amount of points he scored, uh, the rebounds, defense, everything you could think of in terms of stats, in my opinion, I think Michael Jordan's it.
0: Okay. Do you know what they're doing today, by the way, and we're going to get to prep. they're—I um, don't know if you guys saw it, but they are airing. Like this is how prominent he was in his career to have a day like this. They're airing on uh, like ACC Network and a lot of the ESPN platforms, like games. Back in the day, like if you look yep. at ACC Network, they're going ten o'clock, noon, two p.m., eleven p.m. They got all kinds of games that you can watch. Not many yep. people get that day. So all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he was the man. Not very many. Nope. Nope. Moats, let's talk a little prep hoops, man. We're uh, we're moving down that way. Uh, kind of recap maybe some games that we talked about that you guys did last week, and then we'll talk about what's going on this week.
1: Oh, boy, I'm going back to last week. I yeah. mean, we had a few games that we covered. I know uh, I did the Kearney, uh, North Star game last mm-hmm. Friday night, and uh, we also had East and Southwest, which you know, was before a, a full Ooh. Proud, yeah, yeah, was uh, Southwest, and uh, you know that that was a big win, I think, for East. Uh, you know, coming off of that loss to Southeast early in the week uh, last week, and then uh, I had Carney and Northstar last Friday night. And fellas, um, I, I will tell you this: uh, in just seeing Carney play, uh, they got some solid athletes, and I think they're a team that everybody in this part of the state needs to keep an eye on, especially when we go into districts and maybe the state tournament. You know, they were, what, 12-4, and 13-4, or whatever. And uh, they played really well, shot the ball well. You know, they they had a big lead on North Star at one point. North Star came back, got into it, um, and uh, but just came up short in the end. But I, it was a good game last Friday night, which Carney won 56-51, but... Uh, just a good game all around, uh, but Carney came out really quick and, and got things going and, you know, they're very impressive. So I would keep an eye on them. And of course, Will had, uh, the girls and boys doubleheader last Saturday with Omaha North and Lincoln High. Um, I think there's no question the Lincoln High girls will, um, probably the best team in the state right now. Um, you know they're they're running on all cylinders. I think Dominic Kelly Johnson has done a tremendous job with them. And you know you got this weekend, you got next week uh, to go, and then the following week, and then you're done with the regular season. Now you're talking districts. And I also think the Lincoln High boys have been pretty playing pretty good in the last uh, few games as well, even though they've been kind of up and down as of late. Uh, but then last night. Fellas, this was kind of a first for me. Um, I You know, we did the Parkview Christian-Cedar Bluffs game over on KFY, and we had Waverly and Bishop Newman last night here on ESPN Lincoln. But the Parkview game, I get there and get set up, and come to find out uh beforehand and talking with Coach Nathan Godwin from Parkview, he said that the starters are not going to play tonight. They're all in street clothes. And he gave them the night off, essentially, because mm-hmm. of, uh, well, you know, let, let, let me put it to you this way lightly. You know, Parkview's a very good basketball team. Uh, Cedar Bluffs has only got three wins this season, two of them against Iowa teams. And, uh, you know, they, they were not going to be essentially a match for Parkview. Uh, but with the reserves from Parkview last night that did play, it, it looked like, at least through the first quarter and a half, that it was going to be a pretty competitive basketball game. But then all of a sudden, the full-court pressure from Parkview opened things up, and they finished out the first half on a 13-2 to run led by 14 at halftime. And then they shut out Cedar Bluffs in the third quarter, outscored them 20 to nothing, And, and then Cedar Bluffs didn't score a basket uh, in the second half until three twenty left in the game on a three-point play, and then they scored another one. That was it and five points the rest of the game, and Parkview won at 66-20. Again, this is with their reserve players getting the start last night. So it was – that that was kind of the interesting thing, but I had not had anybody come up to me before a game in my years of doing wow. uh, play-by-play. Tell me, we're not playing our starters tonight. We're going to give them, you know, a break essentially, and, and that's what they did. And, you know, looking back at last night, I kind of thought, you know, what if the starters would have played, that game would have been well over the century mark in terms of points.
2: Wow, yeah, uh, it's they've definitely been a fun team to follow, and I I appreciate how you uh, you know schedule us to to go to their uh, games because yeah they they're a really fun team to watch. Moats, I want to go back to Lincoln High girls because they've only lost one game this year, and that was to Bellevue East. And, of course, at Bellevue East, you know, they're a great team as well. I think they've lost two games, and they got one of the best players, uh, Maya, Maya Scoff, uh, on their team. So that's a decent loss for Lincoln High. But coming up at, at the end of the season, Lincoln High's last regular season game is against Pius. That might be game of the year here for Lincoln Girls basketball.
1: I, I would agree, and that's a game that we're going to have over on KFOR. Uh, that is on the 16th. And, uh I'll be honest with you. I think that could ultimately determine the city championship, too, um, in terms of – and I think Lincoln High's got a lock right now, unless you know, the, the role of spoiler would go to Pius. But I think this is probably one of the more marquee games you're going to find all season long for girls basketball in Lincoln, uh, simply because uh, the Pius girls last, what, two, three years – uh have been extremely dominant uh in in girls basketball. They were state champions um in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Um and you know they're back in the hunt again this year as a team that uh could very well be one of the teams contending for a state championship. Uh and, and to Lincoln High's credit, they're in the same boat. I think their chances are much greater. Uh but this game We'll definitely kind of weigh out and see where both teams are standing heading into districts. And, uh, you know, this, this will be a road game for, uh, Lincoln High coming across town playing over Bishop Flavin Jim. And, uh, I, I really think that this is going to be one of the more marquee matches, not only this season, but that we've seen probably in the last couple of years. I mean, that, that's how much of a buildup this thing is. And so we're looking forward to it, and uh, that'll be one of the games that we cover that week. And, and uh, you know, I think the way that both teams are playing with what Coach DeSoto's done over at Pius, and again what uh, Coach Kelly Johnson has done over at, uh, at Lincoln High, it's remarkable. And we've been talking heavily a lot about the boys' teams this year being extremely fun to watch and competitive, and, and they're winning and, and, you know, they're drawing big crowds. The girls' basketball, they've been doing that now for several years. Um, and I think uh, a lot of the focus on girls basketball needs to be spent uh, greater as we get in toward the postseason especially because, you know, we could have maybe two, three, maybe four Lincoln teams in Class A make the tournament feel. We could see probably the same amount uh, Lincoln Christian girls in Class C1 uh, could be another team that we talk about here as we go in toward the postseason. Uh, Parkview Christian girls in D two have been pretty competitive. Malcolm, Waverly, some of these other schools, Norris, you know, they've all been pretty good ball teams. And so, I think in in essence, this will be interesting to see where everybody stands in the scheme of things. And um, we'll just see what happens here on the sixteenth between both those teams.
0: You know, Moats, I'm going to go there. You mentioned Norris uh, in that, and again, you and I, I got, I saw Moats uh, down in that area uh, last weekend. Can you talk about the? Uh, I mean, because you know we have the high school programs, but there's a lot of great youth basketball and a lot of good stuff happening around here. Obviously, I got to see you down there with your brother and the programs he's running down there. He also got you know Supreme, all that. Can you, I mean, that's a huge deal, and I think that's a talent developer as you go through and get these kids get ready for high school.
1: You know, I would agree, Will. Uh, it, it, it's not just Norris; there are other programs in town that have become feeders or developers of of players. Now, you know, not every kid's going to be a part of those programs and Mm -hmm. still play at the high school level. Most of them do. Um, Some manage to make the program just simply based on hard work and what they Mm -hmm. put in on, you know, with their workouts and what they do with the team and, you know, off-season leagues, like summer league teams they play on. Uh, But, you know, Norris – does have a pretty good youth program mm-hmm. where they can develop kids. Uh, Waverly is another one that comes to mind. Uh, you mentioned the Supreme; they've got several teams around here that kind of help cater and, and develop kids that want to play at the different high schools around town. I think the youth development, uh, where it's at, it's probably at an all-time high now. You know, when I was growing up, we really didn't have. Well, anything like that I mean, mm-hmm. you had a group of kids that you played with that you were going to school with you formed what we called traveling teams so you know, get a group of kids from your school maybe pick up one or two from another school in your same district and you go and go play games and it was basically those kids that you were going to go to school with and, and eventually maybe play ball with them in high school uh, not every one of those kids were going to make the team but it was a way to develop and get kids built up and you, know, you went and played in these tournaments out in like Columbus, Kearney, Grand Island, Norfolk. You, know, you may be up in Omaha a couple of times. You, were, I know we played in a, a Y League in Omaha at one point. That was during the fall and then in the winter months we played in the Lincoln Y League, that sort of thing. So, the, but it's, it's a large contrast from where we were 30 years ago to now. And it's, it's just not only a, a good thing for a lot of these schools, but it just continues to evolve more and more year by year.
2: We we're, we're talking to Jeff Motes. Jeff, I was thinking about last year and you know there was one player that everybody just knew about, it was watching and that was Isaac Trout. You know, he was, he was the best player in the state and you everybody knew it and just you know it was all Isaac Trout. I look at this year and I'm trying to find who that player is this year. Uh obviously up in Omaha there's there's some good players, but who would you say is is this year's Isaac Trout, if I could ask it that way?
1: Boy, that's a good question. Um I think right now it's Josiah Doltler at Bellevue West. Mm. Uh you know, he's a kid that kind of hit the scene as a freshman and was on their state championship team as a freshman. He's been on last two teams that finished runner up for Bell West and you know, he, he verbally committed to Creighton, signed and I I just think he's kind of been the more dominant player that I've seen from this year's class. There's some other good talent, don't get me wrong. But when you look at Isaac Trout a year ago, he was just out of the norm for what Nebraska usually produces. Now Nebraska does produce, you know, a good amount of division one talent uh, you know, every so often and you know, Isaac Trout was just He was on a team that wasn't going to be winning a whole lot or maybe making the state tournament, but he was a dominant player. And, um, you know, he was kind of the exception. But I think this year, when you look at just pure talent, what he can do on the court and maybe guide his team to a a state championship, I think right now it's Josiah Dosler.
0: Well, we do got some games. I know we got one here on ESPN tonight. Uh, looks around the 720 start time. Uh, you'll be picking up right here. Uh, and Will, you're on the call, my man. The little play by play action hanging out. Norfolk at Lincoln East. And do we have anything across the way tonight as well? Yep.
1: KF, KFOR. Tonight we'll have the Intra City Battle with Southwest and Northeast. I'll be on the call for that at 720 as well. And uh, we'll have that. Then tomorrow night we got Grand Island, Lincoln High, KFOR. That is set for. 6.50 now, it was supposed to be early in the evening, but now it's 6.50. So that's what's going on this weekend, fellas.
2: I'll tell you what, Mots, I'm really excited for that Norfolk uh, East game tonight because when I was at East, uh, that was that was the game. We always ran into Norfolk uh, in, the, in the postseason, and sometimes we would win, sometimes they would win. It was a great back-and-forth rivalry for those few years, so I know it maybe has lost that juice, but that's why I'm excited to call this one tonight.
1: It should be fun, uh, although Norfolk's slightly down from what you were used to seeing back when you were in high school years ago there, Will. But, yeah, um, you know, you should not take teams like Norfolk lightly. You shouldn't. And, and I say that about Carney. I say that about a lot of other teams, you know, because you don't know what to expect, you know, night to night from those teams. So we'll see what happens with Norfolk. But, you know, with that Southwest-Northeast game, tonight fellas i think that's going to be interesting to see how that pans out because that could be a difference maker on how the trajectory is going to look for one of those teams after tonight in terms of what they're going to look like the rest of the season heading into
0: districts good stuff moats hey man we appreciate you again every friday hanging out with us and uh, breaking all this stuff down for us uh man um uh, have a great weekend and i'm sure we'll see you before you leave you bet
2: take care fellas. thanks moats you see, see you moats
0: jeff moats right there man
2: He's great, he's great. Yes, he's he's phenomenal. the he's the
0: godfather of of high school sports. He is. He just knows everything. It's such a pleasure to have him on the show. So, all right, good stuff, man. Let's take our first break of the day. When we come back, let's talk a little Huskers. When we come back.